0: Welcome to another episode of the Marriage Mentor Podcast with Eric and Jolene Engel, where Eric and Jolene answer marriage questions for believers, looking at the root of the problem instead of the symptom. Always while applying God's wisdom and word for a Christ-centered marriage.
1: Hi, I'm Eric Engel with my beautiful wife Jolene for another episode of the Marriage Mentor Podcast. What do you have to say, my beautiful wife?
0: We've been gone for a while. Where have you been? Oh, I've been living in some storms.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. What's going on today?
0: Well, today I wanted to kind of come back to the podcast to help encourage couples in the midst of COVID-19. You know, you're you're trying to figure out this crisis on the fly and you're definitely in the midst of pressure cooker living and and um Really just kind of giving you guys some um, some biblical guidance and encouragement along the way.
1: Okay. So this has affected a lot of people, right?
0: Everyone that I know.
1: Everyone that you know. I've yet
0: to meet someone that is not talking about the coronavirus and the situation.
1: Okay. So, okay. Well, obvious. Everyone. I mean... I, I'm just beside myself that the government thinks that they can just shut down industry and think that everything is going to work out fine. So,
0: but Well, I don't know that they think that. I mean, you and I have some differing views on that, but uh, that's okay. That's, well, for, <laughs> that's for another time.
1: It is my belief that everyone listening would prefer to go back to work and get back to normal and start making some money.
0: Well, yes, but I'm sure that they would prefer not to get sick and die either. So that—that oh, yeah. that is the problem. No. That is...
1: I get it. That's a perceived problem. But what's what's the problem going on with people at home right now?
0: Well, I'm sure they're highly annoyed with each other. I Ma- mean... <laughs>
1: maybe even annoyed with me based on what I've said already. I get that. I mean,
0: they got to be highly annoyed with each other. They There's got to be bickering. There's got... I mean, I... When I go back into when our storm hit, when we lived through the recession, and so for me, COVID-19 is not, it affects my life, but not probably like most. I mean, my biggest inconvenience is going to the grocery store.
1: This is like nothing to you compared to what you went through before.
0: No, because I was already sick before. So I had to do life with a virus. I've homeschooled my kids since the time they came out of my womb. So they were with me 24-7. My youngest is 18 now and he's off. Well, he's back home, but he went off to Bible college in the fall. Now he's back home because of the, the virus. Um, you've been self-employed and you brought the business back home about 15 years ago. So we've been side-by-side.
1: side by and, side.
0: Side by side. And we lost everything when the recession hit in 2008. So I understand the fears. I get I get all those fears I live through those ve- those fears I e- even like hyperventilated through those fears lashed out you out at you lashed out at my kids everything that is probably going on in these homes right now I've done them all
1: Did you mention being sick?
0: Yeah, I mentioned being sick.
1: Okay, cuz you've been chronically sick for 22 years.
0: Tw- well, well, 20, I mean, my oldest is 20 and so it started with him. Oh yeah. But I am not, here's the deal, I am I am very healthy today.
1: So those kids, they suck the life out of me.
0: Well, I, there were underlining issues before the kids. But anyways, so I'm very healthy today. And yeah, so I had to do life for many, many years, kind of like what people are doing today. The only difference is I could go buy chicken, no problem, at a grocery store. I didn't have to worry about how do I, how do I make this meal with, you know, a, a jar of okra uh chicken feet i mean because it's like you're you're on a version of chopped for me trying to make a a meal out of this i get it
1: i get it so but it it was even if you had the money to buy the chicken
0: oh yeah the money the money was just like how do i how do i bring in groceries and feed my family off of you know 65 dollars 70 dollars a week and then I even had to portion out the food on the plate.
1: I remember. We yeah. used to weigh the burritos, so I got <laughs> the biggest one because I was, I was the breadwinner.
0: Right, right. So, anyways, I, I share all this because I want to encourage the, the listener. Okay. I don't, here's what I don't want for the Christian you don't need to be chicken little. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, because, you know, I'm now 50, and this was a cartoon years ago that, that we would watch. You know, the sky well, is falling. It,
1: I, isn't it a rhyme or something? I or a, It's I more than a cartoon, I think. I, I but. don't
0: know. I just saw the cartoon. And, you know, there's this little cartoon of this little chicken and the sky is falling. They'd run through the town. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. And so, you know, I say don't be chicken little because God's on the throne. Okay. The coronavirus did not sneak up on God and say, hoo-hoo, look at what's coming. You know, I'm going to send your people into panic. But I know human nature. I know the, the anxiety, the worry, the concern, everything that goes with it, on top of the fact that y- you need to figure out how do I live in this crisis.
1: Well, and so we're going to talk about that. And I want to address uh, some of the things. You talk to a lot of gals, uh, you, you coach and mentor gals uh, on the phone, and right? you talk to a lot of these gals about what's going on. And yes, I'll address the men as well, but uh, I want to find out when you coach with someone, what is the main, what would you say is the number one issue that most of them are going through?
0: Um, I think on a whole, there is a lack of understanding that they don't, they don't feel heard by their husband.
1: Okay. And that would only be amplified in a time like this.
0: Oh goodness. If if he's not hearing her before the crisis, there's a good chance she's throwing something at him. <laughs> or there's a lot of yelling going on or or she's shut down completely and has just completely emotionally withdrawn. And and the sad thing is in society today, you can't even like reach out and get that social interaction. And when I say social, I don't just mean let's go to a party. I'm talking about sitting with a friend at a coffee shop to help kind of bandage up some of those wounds, get some encouragement, get some empathy and compassion, just having a listening ear. A large part of what we need as women is to be able to just talk to someone because a lot of healing takes place in the sharing of our, our pain. And that's not going to happen right now. So they're, again, they're in pressure cooker living. You you put some weight on some a, a fracture, like a, a bone that's been fractured, you apply any weight to that, it will break.
1: Okay, so what's what's the number one thing that you would say for that gal going through that now that she needs to apply? How does she need to relate to her husband or her family and
0: well, it always goes back the number one thing is nourish her soul. She's gotta nourish her soul. And that might just sound like a basic answer. Uh, every believer knows that. But are we standing, resting, and believing in God's promises in the midst of this storm? Because that's, that's the crux. Her strength her, comes from the Lord, her anchor is from the scriptures.
1: Well, is that any different for a guy? I mean, as for, well, I'm not a man. Okay. So. <laughs> you know what? I, I figured that out a few years back glad, glad that it. i did <laughs>
0: right.
1: okay but you there know, are
0: only two genders people the, the, in case you're wondering <laughs> yes this is the not politically correct podcast as well
1: <laughs> this this is the truth <laughs> podcast not the personal truth con. Yeah, anyway right. um you know as guys go through this they you know guys are used to saying hey i don't need anyone i make my own way you know i'm independent i'm strong i'm tough And Something like this kind of kicks you in the teeth and you're just like, hey, I, I don't know what to do. Right. And, and so there's frustration on both sides.
0: There is. There is. And for a woman, because we, uh, again, we have like 5,000 emotions. You guys have about five. Or one. <laughs> okay. And for us to get spiritually stable in this storm. Right. It flattens that's a great word you know as we seek to flatten the curve it flattens when you get spiritually stable as a woman it flattens the emotional curve okay Okay? so again it might seem like a very basic answer it's like people might be thinking these seasoned saints like well that's just like a spiritual band-aid it's the whole thing it is the antidote in the midst of the fear in the midst of the chaos in the midst of the pressure it is learning to nourish her soul Okay, so if you're, you're filled with all that anxiety, it's the word of God. What, is it, what are your spiritual disciplines like today? Because here's the deal. I, I love how God uses these trials to make us stronger, because that's what the trials are designed for. They're designed to make us more like him. They're designed to refine us. They're designed to, yeah, there's, I've gone through enough suffering that it's just like, Lord, just turn off the spigot. Okay, the suffering spigot, we, we want you to turn it off. But I, I know from a biblical viewpoint that my suffering gives me more understanding for those that are suffering today.
1: Right. Well, actually, it, it has built up some muscle, some suffering muscle. It, it for is you.
0: some suffering muscle, which is why when I was talking to you about because you know, we haven't done a podcast since the end of last year. We've gone through some of our own stuff over here recently that had nothing to do with the virus. And I'm like, yeah, you know, we need to really get back to podcasting because I think that people need to hear some hope. Okay. And that it's going to be okay. So
1: get into God's word. And, and, and let's say that there's not, I don't have a, a regular reading. Hey, here's something you could do. Search, search Google for God's promises and then go look those up in your Bible. I mean, that's a great way to, to give like a punch in the arm to, right. to, to get fired up and, and grab onto a couple of those and memorize a couple of those and recite those daily because God is not a liar.
0: Yeah, he can't lie. I mean, that goes against who he is. Um, another thing that could help you in this storm is your perspective. I look at the apostle Paul and here he was writing the book of Philippians in jail and he's telling us to rejoice. And I'm like, Hey, you lost your mind? Obviously he's, he's leaning on God's promises in the midst of his prison time.
1: Right. And, and that ain't one of our cushy jails either. No. So,
0: you know, we could all feel like we're in lockdown because in essence we are, but you can you can learn how to, in essence, sleep in the boat with Jesus during this storm. And those were some of the things I would say back in 2008, 2009. Actually, our, our storm hit in 2007 just being in real estate, because you were a real estate broker at the time. And so we saw it happen then. Right. It hit that industry first. And so we had to ride, ride that wave for a long time. And I thought, Lord, teach me to, to really take a nap. In the boat. You're in the boat with me. And here we are in the storm. Help me to learn how to sleep in the midst of this. Because
1: what were the disciples doing? Oh, they're freaking out. All freaking out.
0: They're all freaking out, you know. And Jesus was in the in the boat (laughs) taking a nap. And so, all right, let me see if I can learn a few things from my master because there's there's something here he wants me to learn.
1: Okay. And so
0: nourishing your 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 soul is really getting into your bible reading your time of prayer your time of worship i mean there's i can remember when we actually moved to this home five years ago then i'm like where's my music at i thought i was going to lose my mind because turning on christian music for me just brings my heart to a sense of worshiping the lord it brings me to peace it brings me to joy And anytime we were moving, it was usually a tumultuous time, at least the four times in that 18-month period. They were not good moves. They were not enjoyable moves. And when we moved here, although it was, wow, this land that the Lord has brought us into is great. It's, It's still a move, and it's still not enjoyable, and I'm still cranky and grumpy. And anyways, I was looking for my music because that settles my soul. So find some Christian music to turn on. Make it a habit to do that really kind of find, find those things that bring joy to you in the midst of just the, the everyday um, or, the, or the mundane, or now all of a sudden you're, you're doing a crash course on how do I get through this with my family, okay? So, again, it's, you're going to start to develop some spiritual disciplines. So, the good thing is the storm will end. Every storm has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Okay, we're all at the beginning right now.
1: Okay, so what's what's the second thing that uh, when you're when you're coaching and speaking with these gals, uh, what would be the second thing that they have to deal with in their home and and with their marriage and their relationships and such?
0: Well, I I try and get them to diffuse the um, usually it's bitterness. It's an anger because what's happening is they're attacking each other. Okay, and anytime a couple goes through a storm, I, most don't play fair. Most aren't nice, okay, because we're freaking out. We're, we're biting each other, okay, so I try huh? to get them to stop biting, okay, because, you know, we just got a puppy uh, about five weeks ago, and by the way, her name is Marley, and she's adorable, and one day I'm going to put a picture of her on my blog, because I can.
1: Fantastic. <laughs>
0: So anyways, I have this new little puppy and she bites. She bites all the time that I'm like, okay, I need to train you to stop doing that because you're not enjoyable to be around when you keep biting, okay? In a marriage, it's not enjoyable to be around the other person when y'all keep biting. And can you say that you have a reason? Of course you can, because we're, again, living in the midst of a storm. We're unsure, the sky is falling, things are going wrong. You're fearful, you're filled with anxiety. And the first thing you do is lash out. So that is a character- issue there okay so we have to work on some self-control now because i'm not talking to the husband i'm talking to the wife it's just like what do you need to do to dial it back so you're not snipping at your husband because she has to own her stuff you have to take responsibility for
1: you okay well she might just be married to a jerk
0: sure i've coached many women that are married to jerks okay
1: (laughs) (laughs) you might you might be married to one right now
0: Okay, well, I don't have that same viewpoint. That's not to say that I don't have my, wow, you were rude moment. I think that that's what what it was the other night. But anyways, I could get beyond the rudeness and look at you and say, is this a pattern? Are you trying to be destructive? So those are some things that I'm asking the wife. Is it ongoing destructive behavior? Is it... You know, why are you allowing this behavior? And then also, let's take a look at our behavior. You know, are you guys in church on a regular basis? Or do we just call ourselves Christians because we made, you know, a proclamation of faith when we were a teenager? Well,
1: and that's interesting because the Bible talks about a a house built on the sand mm-hmm. or built on the rock. And there are some foundational uh, things, some foundational uh, well, I don't know what I want to say. Um,
0: well, there's some biblical truths that they, that they need to stand on to start building concepts,
1: their Concepts, yes. Foundational concepts that are biblical concepts that, that you have to adhere to. Right. I mean, if you think, hey, you know, my little Jesus, I'm going to put him up on the shelf and I'll pull him down whenever I need him. Well, I need them now but i, I don't i don't usually need them so i'm <laughs> right. going to put them back on the shelf right. no that's that's a foundation of sand even if you call yourself a believer right. you have to be have your foundation on the rock so if you establish some of these uh, some of these habits and and things then you have a foundation of which you can grow from
0: right and so you know this time in the storm yeah, you guys are you're dealing with homeschooling, you didn't plan on homeschooling. You it's really not homeschooling. It's a crash course of what do I do with my kids now? Okay,
1: well, uh, since we went through 18 years, 20 years of homeschooling. Right. I want to I want just comment on that. If your kids miss an entire year of school, look, it's not going to be that big of a deal. Okay?
0: Oh, no, not at all. By
1: the time they're 75, it's not going to be a big deal. Okay? And the point of that is is that it's a big deal for us right now.
0: Yeah, you know what? Actually, I want to circle back and kind of do a podcast on that. On You know, maybe this is like the COVID-19 cup for couple series because there's so many elements to what's going on. It's not just there's a virus out there. It's this thing is really just running through their their lives and there's What aspect of their life is not turned upside down? I don't know. Well, and
1: here's what's interesting: you see how the world responds, right? Our believers respond in the same way.
0: Some, because hey, you know, we're not made of steel. I don't wear a cape, and sometimes I I have spiritual amnesia. So, (laughs) you know, even me, there are times when I'm filled with doubt. Where is God in the midst of all this? Okay, but because I've come through such a big storm, and it was a very long storm for me, that I'm like, Lord, I have a, I have prayer journals for ten years. Every single day, I would write. To, for him to to give me a reprieve from the storms That was 10 years right okay and so i thought gosh we really need to show up and encourage the saints in the midst of this storm because god wants to in essence god is deploying the church but he's not th- doing it through face to face
1: well and you know here's what's really interesting The whole thing is about don't get sick, don't die. It's all about physical Mm well-being. What about spiritual well-being, which is way, way more important than physical well-being?
0: Well, and I have Isaiah 43 too. I really like this verse for the season. When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. So, again, learning to anchor your soul on truth, be steadfast in the scriptures, that, that is number one for me. you okay. got to go there. And then you, then the next step would be, okay, spiritually I need to get shored up as a wife. But physically I need to get shored up as well.
1: What because... The, when you say physically, what do you mean by that?
0: Well, I got... Years ago when I was really thrust into severe... Trying to fix my health. It was easy for me to put off tending to, you know, making certain meals or taking certain supplements. Really, just tending to my health was, I think I timed it one day. This had nothing to do with meals, just supplements and teas and all the stuff I had to take. I think it took me like a half an hour each day to just tend to my body for the things that it needed to function. And if I didn't tend to them because I got busy with, oh, I'm making breakfast, or my kid needs this, or you need that, and I didn't take care of my physical needs first, over time, my body would start to plummet. And so I'd have to tell myself, what are you, a moron? Take care of your health. 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 Because if my body can't function, I can't do anything for my family.
1: Well, so what is that saying? That God gave you a horse and a message? And if the horse dies, you cannot deliver the message?
0: Yeah, in essence. I mean, if you, you take, it, take it from the perspective of delivering, you know, like the gospel message or caring for your family. Right. Because as a wife, you're like the, the lighthouse in the storm. That's how I see my role.
1: Okay. So she's there. Her husband is there. He's not usually there. Right. He's, he's driving her nuts. Okay. <laughs> what, <laughs> what do you do? What do you do when I drive you nuts? Because I'm here all the time. You're here so I, all I, the time. I, I must right drive here. you nuts most of the time. You're
0: right here in the center of the room. Uh, and we
1: are we are virtually 15 feet apart, pretty much at least, I don't know, 20 hours a day. Are we,
0: No, not 20 hours.
1: All right. 15?
0: Okay, I'll go with that.
1: <laughs> okay. I
0: sleep longer than you. I
1: understand, but we are that close to each other. All the time. How do you put up with my garbage? How do you deal with me? How do you it, it,
0: I manage you in a way? How, that, how does this go? Because here's the deal. How does and she this, manage her husband? Okay. You know, God calls, and here's where some wives get tripped up. You know, yes, the husband is the head of the home. You know, Christ is the head of the husband, husband's the head of the wife, and, and so forth. And so wives kind of get this thought of, well, he, he calls all the shots. And it's just like, no, no, wait a minute. Slow down there. Slow your roll. I'm the king. Okay. <laughs> because God also calls the wife to be the manager of the home. Okay. Okay. So before you and I, or before you decided to bring your business home, like 15 years ago, um, we, we got married a month later, I quit my job, and then I, then I, because I made the decision. Hey, I, I would, I would prefer to be your assistant than this other guy's assistant. Right. Okay? So it made sense to me that I'm like, huh, if I'm created to be your helper, my, it makes sense that you're self employed. And and what do you think about this? So we head down that path, and now I'm helping you in the business, and we're side by side. And then you know we plan to have our kids, and then I have the kids, and now you're out of the home at this point. You're in in an office, our office, and I'm at home, but I'm managing the home. I'm holding down the fort per se. I'm coming up with the schedule and I know what your work schedule is, okay? So you're leaving at whatever time and you're coming back at such and such time. Okay, when you had your appointments, I knew when to plan when dinner was, okay? So you have the license and liberty to plan your business life, but I'm planning what's taking place at home. So now fast forward, you're now at home and I can remember, I can remember when my kids were little and I'd be back in the homeschool room because I'm on my schedule. Right. You know, here's breakfast for everyone. You know, devotions have been done. Now we're doing math and so forth. And you'd walk back into the homeschool room and I'm just like, what the heck are you doing? Get out because (laughs) you're invading my schedule. Okay. Because you're ultimately in charge of the family. And we've made the decision to homeschool. Well, I can't do homeschool if you choose to just be willy-nilly with your schedule. If you're just like, well, I decided to just like not do what I should be doing. And so I'm going to come in here and kind of interrupt you what you should be doing. And there were times when it's like, okay, let's, let's welcome daddy into our bean counting time or glitter making or craft or whatever. Tell him what we're learning about Jesus. There were times for that. But then there were other times I'd say to you, Hey, I gotta get this stuff done.
1: Well, you know, it's it's funny you bring that up because in my business, when I had assistants, the number one job for the assistant, and I, I even when I coach businesses right now, the number one job for their support staff is to keep them on schedule. Okay. So so you as my support. Right. Okay. I put you in charge of right. the office, the house. Right. Okay. And it's your job to say, hey, get out because it's my job to keep you in your place and keep the kids right. in their place. Now, you didn't do it in a nasty way. That Oh, will never, no, no. No, I'm not it,
0: saying be nasty it, about it. But
1: it could be a firm way. Okay. It and was, and it. the way the way we relate with each other, you can tell me, hey, get out. And, and I'd probably smile and go, okay.
0: Well... Yeah, I'm sure the listeners, those who have been listening to us, for, to us for a while could probably sense that our personalities are very similar, okay? Very direct, very to the point, and we're not offended. We're not easily offended by any of that, okay? So for me to say, hey, you know, I can't get my stuff done.
1: So, so for husbands, they need to give their wives that authority in the house.
0: Right, and, and here's the other thing. I'm not your babysitter, Okay, so some of these husbands they need to kind of like man up and kind of put on their their pull up their bootstraps and and not expect the wife to be entertaining him twenty four seven because you know he doesn't know what to do
1: right well and for the, for the guy that's that's not getting paid or maybe he's got his own business or whatever uh right now is the time to get started on something, produce something, make a change a little bit, plan. Okay. Move ahead. Don't just sit there going, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What's on, what's on TV? Oh, it's Jerry Springer. You know, that's right.
0: Right. Cause she still has a household to run. You know, she still has, well now if, if, if she wasn't homeschooling before her kids are there. So she's got to manage a three ring circus and he, what he can't do is just take this extended vacation and do nothing. Right. Okay, because if you want to see an angry wife, be a lazy husband. That's a great statement. I think I need to make like a little a little Instagram.
1: A little, little plaque there. Oh, there. Say it again.
0: If you want to see an angry wife, be a lazy husband.
1: Okay. Because
0: that's, this is no time, this is no time for, for a husband to just rest on his laurels and ask her what's for dinner every single night and, and she's managing 50 million things. Well. And I he's mean, just down in the dumps.
1: Right, but here's something that's really interesting. In general, women have a higher sense of responsibility to begin with. Right. Okay. That's why I can go play volleyball all day Saturday and feel great about it. But you couldn't do that because you'd feel like I'm not getting enough done. Right. Okay. Right. So, you know, that's just how it is. And so when she's got all these things on her plate, uh, it's time for him to step up and and help out however he can and say, hey, what do you need?
0: Right. And I don't know how long, how far into this are we?
1: 29 minutes.
0: Okay. Yeah. Maybe we'll go more into some practicals later of. What does that look like? What what could be said? How to divide it all up and so forth? Because this is a time where you divide and conquer. So
1: you're telling me we're, we're at the end of this podcast.
0: Well, I think it should be coming to a close because I okay. wanted to just address the elephant that's in the room of we're all dealing with this. Okay, so I wanted them to know that, hey, you're not alone. God's not surprised. And be the church in the midst of this. Don't be lazy, but ultimately nourish nourish your soul because that's that is your anchor in the storm and 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 i'm going to stay on point with this it's the nourish your soul series of the coronavirus okay watch church online you have an opportunity to pick and choose from any preacher you want because most likely they're online
1: well and if they haven't been doing that they need to yeah they need to do that because that's something that even, even right now, our church is going online, we actually come down and meet in the family room at the time church is normally at and watch church, right. okay? It's not right. like, oh, we're home, so we don't have to do it. No. Right,
0: right. So still continue that habit. If you're not into that habit, make it a habit. Find out who you're going to listen to the night before. Figure out who, who is in charge of casting that, that message, that you could watch Sunday morning and for the wife, if he's not coming downstairs or he's not coming in the room, you do it anyways and gather up the kids. If he wants to throw his pity party or she does vice versa, well, I, I don't know okay. if that's the case.
1: So this is just for the husbands that are listening, man up yeah. and, and get your house in order. Right. Okay? And stop moping around. You can't do anything about, it. I mean, what's going on? You can't do anything about it. Right. Do what you can. Right. You know, and, and trust the Lord for the rest. That's right. Okay. So we'll go, go into some more stuff in another podcast. Uh, if gals, it, mainly gals for you, obviously we do some, some couples mentoring and coaching, but if, if gals would like to have personal conversations with you, where would they go? What should they, where should they find they, that?
0: They could find that on my website at joleneengel.com forward slash coaching.
1: Is that right? Yep. Jolene Engel dot com forward slash coaching yeah okay terrific and uh and i know you know just based on how you are you get straight to the point don't you
0: well i just spoke with a gal just the other day that i said to her i'm like hey you know i want to hear everything that's going on i'm going to ask you a lot of questions but i want her to get as much value as she can in the call So yes, I'm very much of, let's get straight to the point. And she was so cute because I said, do you have a pen and paper in hand? She goes, I've already taken six pages of notes. Six pages. Really? I said that much already. So, you know, the the whole goal is to get her equipped. Okay.
1: Right. You know, it's
0: not, we're not having coffee. Okay. I mean, she could bring her coffee if she wants,
1: but. Okay. So this will be an ongoing conversation. And uh, if you're looking to find me, you can mainly find me through my wife. Uh, If you really want to find me on my website, it is EngelAssociates.com, but the main ministry is through com. I'm Eric Engel.
0: And I'm Jolene Engel. Until next time, embrace your choice.